Would you pray with me, please? Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the simple gift of life that is amazing beyond everything that we can imagine. We thank you for your love, and we thank you for the season in which we give thanks to you and to one another for all the goodness and love in our lives. Help us to focus on that today and in the days ahead and in all of our life. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Good morning. I hope and pray that you had a chance to enjoy our holiday bazaar yesterday. It uh, was an awesome event. We had a great turnout. My wife enjoyed it. And I praise everyone who helped out and made such beautiful gifts. I think our bazaar shows people that it doesn't take a lot of money to show people love with a thoughtful gift. It just takes the desire to share love, like the love that went into those gifts. We give gifts <clears throat> as a way to share love because it reflects the love that God gives to us as a gift. God gives us all of creation as a gift of love, amen? amen. And God gives us the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ as a gift of love. And God empowers us to become the body of Christ together in God's living Holy Spirit so that God's gift of love will always be felt and known throughout God's world. When we give a gift of love with no expectations, we are being like God. A God who never wants us to be forgotten. A God who is always calling out to us to remind us that we are not forgotten. And we know that God loves us, but there are those times when it's hard to us, for us to feel or to accept that. There are those times when it seems like our hopes and dreams are shattered, that there's no possible way that God will answer our prayers. And there are times when we look at the world and we just can't believe that a better time will ever come for the world. Even the followers of Jesus wondered this at times, and they wondered when would they see the full promise of love from God that Jesus was telling them about. And in today's Gospel reading from Mark, Jesus told his followers that in their lifetime, the temple in Jerusalem, a huge arrangement of buildings and courtyards, would all be destroyed. And that even worse things would come to pass. And yet, Jesus promised them that the best possible gifts of salvation would come from God for the world. It would all come if they would just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Oh, how we hate to wait. Oh, how we, we hate to feel the pain, the anguish, the fear, that sense of being forgotten when we have to wait for the gifts of God to come into our lives the way that we want them to. I just couldn't wait for Christmas Day to come and to open up 
the wonderful gifts that our parents would buy for me and my sister. You got some Thank you. Santa had not forgotten us again. Like clockwork, every Christmas, the gifts would come. Except, of course, when they didn't so much. When my parents were young, sometimes Christmas didn't offer us much under the tree at all. Sometimes the love is there, but you still have to wait. And that's okay, right? Because if the real gift is love, then it's a gift that can come at any time. It just takes an open heart and being willing to share your heart without an expectation of anything coming in return. If we expect God to respond to our prayers to get exactly what we want, when we want it, like ordering from Amazon, we're going to be disappointed, right? We have a God, <clears throat> we have a God of deliverance, not of delivery. Amen? Knowing that our God's offer of deliverance in Christ is always with us is a gift in itself. And yet, some people do want room service from the God of deliverance. Sometimes people call me asking for help, and if you can believe it, sometimes people call me asking for me to order them a pizza to be sent to them. And I, I help these people anyway in other ways. But in a gentle way, I try to help them to understand that God's gifts are not like room service. God never forgets us. But God's love is far more than even the love of parents playing Santa Claus. We can see in today's story from the Old Testament that faith itself delivers the greatest gifts that God can offer us. In our reading from the opening of 1 Samuel, we meet Hannah, the wife of Elkanah. Now, in those days, men were allowed to have many wives, and Elkanah's other wife, Peninnah, was Elkanah's favorite wife, in part because Peninnah had brought him children. And Hannah had not had any children, and Peninnah would taunt Hannah and her for her failure to bear children. Now, it's one thing to not have what you want, but let's face it, it's another thing to be persecuted for being who you hope and pray that God wants you to be. Amen? How many people are like Hannah today? How many people feel that God has somehow stacked a deck against them and feel persecuted because of who they are and taunted because of who they are? Some people are sometimes all too glad to kick people when they're down. And maybe sometimes, deep in our hearts, we might be tempted to kick along with them until we realize how easy it can be for others to kick back when our time comes. Cruelty seems to be becoming a habit in some places. How much nicer it would be if giving thanks to our God of deliverance was our habit. Now, for Hannah, a woman who wanted to receive the gift of the Son, it turned out that giving her heart to God in deepest and absolute honesty and trust 
That was the gift that she needed to give in order to receive her gift. Hannah's prayers to God were amazing. She wanted God to remember that she was there, that she had not forgotten God, and for God to remember her pain, her sorrow, and her hopes. And her prayer to God, that God who she had not forgotten, was not to be forgotten. And for God to trust that she would never forget God. And in her petition to God, it was not for the delivery of a baby, but for deliverance. She offered God the very life of the son who she asked for, who she would deliver to God as thanks for her deliverance. Hannah's gift to God without even any hope of being able to offer God a son to give God was complete trust in God's willingness to remember hearts that seek out deep faith in God's deliverance. This is a faith like Abraham had when he was willing to sacrifice his son Isaac to God, a son who God spared for the sake of God's promises to Abraham. This is faith like Abraham's even beyond Abraham's faith because Hannah did not even have a son to offer God when she was willing to give her son to God. Think of that. And the God of mercy, the God of all good gifts, did not forget Hannah. God did remember Hannah. And soon she gave birth to a son named Samuel, whose name means, I asked the Lord for him. Samuel was Hannah's gift of deliverance, a deliverance that came because she was willing to offer God the desires of her heart and to not turn her back on God in bitterness and despair. The gift of righteousness, of, of loving the Lord with all of her mind and heart and her strength had delivered her in God's acceptable time. This is the way that we all should pray whenever we need to pray, offering everything in our hearts to God as we are and as who we are. And God will not offer us room service in response, but God will not forget us. God will listen to our hearts and our willingness to put everything before God as a gift, and God will hear our willingness to commit to our trust in God as our gift to God. God's answer, answers to those prayers is deliverance. And like Hannah and the followers of Jesus, deliverance may not always come in the way that we would want it to come, amen? Sometimes God's deliverance is part of that greater story, just as Samuel's birth was the beginning of a new story for the people of Israel through David, the king of Israel, who Samuel anointed. We're supposed to pray to God openly, honestly, with all of our hearts, not forgetting God, and asking first and foremost not to be forgotten. And the God of deliverance will answer us in ways that will amaze us, in God's acceptable ways, in God's acceptable time. Now, 
our season of Pentecost. It's almost over. We've had 26 weeks now to be set on fire by God's Holy Spirit. We've had 26 weeks to find God's love together and to spread it in God's world as God's church in Christ. And perhaps you've had some powerful God moments this Pentecost. Perhaps you've had at least considered how to have them. Perhaps after our holy conferencing last week, you started to commit your life to faith and prayer in new ways. Whatever you have done to build the habit of faith, God has not forgotten. Whatever you have done to be God's gift to God's world, God has not forgotten. And whatever you are willing to do to give thanks to the Lord our God as a free gift of love and to invite God's world to experience that love, God will not forget. This Thanksgiving, please remember with thanks that God who always remembers you and who always offers us deliverance and bring that thanks in prayer, in words and in deeds to everyone who God calls you to serve as a person who God wants to be unforgotten. Amen. Amen. The hymn of response is the family prayer song. In your bulletin you'll find an insert that I hope you take you you can take home and study. It reflects the materials that you'll see posted on our website. Now, if you go to our homepage on the website, you'll see uh, fall into the habit of faith. And if you click on that, there are five suggestions that uh, I've adapted there for preparing for a time of Thanksgiving. I'm trying to get our little thing to work here. Number one, be thankful for God's life-giving culture. Tune out negative culture. Tune in redeeming culture. There are so many opportunities for us to tune things out that are good and from God. We have to consciously in this season focus on it. Please think about that. And please say with me now together, what negative culture can faith lead me to surrender to God's thanksgiving culture? Who can help me along the way? Number two, be thankful for gifts without a price. Practice giving from your heart, not from your banks or credit cards. And again, I think we did a beautiful job with our holiday bazaar to help people do that. The gifts that we offer people are gifts that were crafted from love and were inexpensive and can be given in love. Think about what we're giving from the heart each and every day and as we approach our Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving celebrations. Let's say together, what gift-giving can I prepare for that doesn't come with a price tag? How can I prepare myself and my loved ones for this change? Number three, be thankful for the opportunity to share and to grow with others, seeking God's gifts of grace. 
Explore faith with trusted people. Your willingness to share your faith with others, or to at least explore the possibility of sharing your faith with others, is a gift. Your presence in our faith groups, or just with one another discussing faith, is a gift because you declare your exploration of faith in the Lord who delivers us. Let's say together, when can I try out a faith group to guide me into thanksgiving? Number four, be thankful for all that we can do to help Christ live in this world. Move your muscles for Christ in your family and in our community. When you do something through faith in your household, you are in mission to God's world. When you do it in our community, you are in mission to God's world. Let us say together, how can I move my muscles in thanks for all that God gives us? Is it a phone dialing muscle? Is it a helping hand muscle? An amending muscle? There's so many ways that we can be in mission to God's world. And finally, number five, invite others to give thanks to the source of all goodness. Invite others to come to worship with you and to pray wherever you are. Let's say it together. Who can I invite to my church? How can my expressions of faith be a living invitation? This Thanksgiving, I invite you and your families to bring to the table in your households the gift of thanks to the God who is worthy of all thanks and to be God's gift of thanks to the world. Amen. It's time now for the prayers of the people when we lift up our joys and concerns, our triumphs and tragedies and amazing prayers from our community. This week we're uh, praying for a friend of March Harder, uh, who lives in Weathersfield, and she's praying for Teddy Duggan. Uh, Teddy was at work, a wall collapsed and crushed him. He is alive, but he is in uh, severe pain and under extreme treatments. And so we pray for his healing and his grace. And we pray for traveling mercies to everybody this holiday week as people come and go to their celebrations and their reunions. From our prayer jar, talking about giving thanks as a gift. We have a prayer that's a gift this week. It's three simple words. I love Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, people. Let us pray together. God, the giver of life. God, who answers all prayers with healing and grace, often in ways that we can only imagine. We thank you for this season of Thanksgiving when we can open our hearts in gratitude for all that we have received. Sometimes, dear Lord, the gratitude that we have is just for the people sitting around the table. Sometimes it's for those who no longer sit with us at the table. And sometimes it's for those who we hope eventually will. 
whomever is in our heart this season, mend our hearts. Be with those who are broken. Lift them up and heal them. Help us to remember them as you never forget us. Help us to remember a world that has aches and pains and struggles to find basic human dignity so often in so many ways in so many places. Make us one with them this season that we may begin a season of remembrance of being God's people for all of God's world. We pray for all of these and more in the blessed and loving name of Jesus Christ who taught us to pray as we sing now according to the score in our insert. Please follow along with us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thus is day.
Thank you so much for a wonderful worship service, and I pray that it prepares us for a wonderful Thanksgiving. Let's say our Thanksgiving chart to keep together now. Faith is more than what we believe. Faith is a habit, the habit of giving thanks for all God gives us and sharing our thanks with God's world. Have a happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Remember the God who doesn't forget. And may the God of love and grace never forget. Bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance upon even us who need God so very much and grant us peace now and forever. And may the people of Thanksgiving say, Amen! Have a